eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. And we are coming live from the iClick TV studios. Welcome to Dirty Reality. We pull back the curtain. We get the dirty, 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 dirty tea about your favorite reality TV personalities. We go one-on-one with them. We know that's what you want to hear. I am Ray, joined by my co-host, Linda. Full disclosure, full disclosure, people. I am exhausted. It's been one crazy, crazy, crazy week. I have tons of coffee flowing. We're super, super, super excited who we have today. Something, people. This podcast is fairly new and is becoming one of the most popular podcasts out there. And we love that. We want to bring to you what you want. We want to be different. We are not going to ask the same questions that these people have been asked 9 million times. Let's be real. How many times can they be asked the same friggin' question, but they want humor. They want the dirt, and that's what we're doing. Yeah. That's what we're going to do. Exactly. Right? exactly. You got it. I just want to say real quick, guys, we had Davey on from Survivor David vs. Goliath recently, and I did tell him that on the next five podcasts, I would shout him out to check out his social media for his Arts of Reality yeah, And go to his social media, check it out, donate a dollar if you have it, if you have more, donate. He's an awesome guy with an awesome cause. There you go, Davey. We also, two people, <laughs> have been granted exclusive rights to the Evicted Big Brother Canada house guests every week. Super excited about that. We have added on a new show every Friday with the uh, evicted Big Brother house guests, and it is a podcast, and we get dirty with them. So check that out. Subscribe. Follow us. Okay. I'm done. Anything else you want to say before we bring on the man of the hour, Lynn? No, let's do it. I can't. I'm excited to talk to Kevin. Okay, let's do it. Let's bring on <laughs> Kevin. Hey, guys. How are you doing? How is everybody? Hey, Kev. Oh, we're hey. super how you excited. Doing, how you doing? Yeah, well, you, I'm doing good. You can tell it's me with my accent, so there's no one, no one disguises me talking, you know. Yeah, Kevin, you're talking to two East Coasters, so don't worry about yeah. it. I got, no, I can I hear got that my now. Coffee. I asked initially I where you guys are from, and I could tell once yeah. I hear you guys talking, you're from New York or Jersey or somewhere. Jersey, Jersey, Jersey yeah. Hoboken. Jersey, New York. Love that. And let's be real. To everybody listening, they will attest to this. I don't want to tell both you guys. We're all from or we're from the East Coast. We all understand each other, right, Kevin? We don't even have to talk. No, absolutely. We get it. We understand each other. But East Coast people, like, Kevin could probably start talking and probably when he's into his second sentence, I'll know what he means. I'll know what he's going to say. I get him. Yeah. Like, that's the way we yeah, are if you have to interpret, Coast. If you have to interpret for me, because I just came back from L.A. and I literally went into a – uh, um, an Arby's, right? And I was ordering an Arby's, and they were looking at me like, what is this guy saying? They couldn't understand me. <laughs> and they were like, wow. you!" And I took a class out there, and in the class, they were like, oh, how do you, how, how do you talk like that? And they're like, what? I was, I, there's like millions of us back east that talk like this. Have you had a war burger? <laughs> no, no, I didn't get... Listen, man, that's not... That, they have one near Fenway Park now, but it's in, down in Hingham. That's outside of Boston. That's like 30 miles outside of Boston. But I, I knew them growing up. They're nice. They were nice kids. 
Their brother, were, everyone from Boston in Jersey always say the same thing. Their brother works with my brother, honestly. Oh. So they knew Ooh. him, you know what I mean? Their older brother yeah. works with my brother. So they're like friends. Oh, Again, so awesome. this is the East Coast thing, and I get it too. Yeah. He's doing the family tree. He's saying who he knows, exactly. how he yeah. knows his exactly. cousins, brothers, sisters, fathers, third removed. Exactly. I love Everyone this. Knows everyone. <laughs> this is the yes. So listen, you never really if you had a if you had a beef or you had an argument with someone, they were from one. They were from JP in Dorchester, and I was from Mission Hill. So if you had an argument, you're only like 15. The fathers would meet in the bar and they would handle the arguments like that. And no one, no one really oh, yeah. Yeah, got into a fight. If you know where he's from, maybe you know someone from there, and you could call over and say, "Listen, tell your friend who's like he's like my age that that's my brother. Leave him alone. You know what I mean? Be good or check in things like that." But he don't know he's from. He's gonna check into it. But yeah, that's what everyone back east does. I get this. I get this. Um, whether someone's having a problem or whether they need something fixed, they're like. Don't you know somebody who does this, or don't right. you know somebody? Yeah. They all know because yeah, we do know somebody. Absolutely. Did you take care of that thing? I said, yeah, don't worry, take care of it. I love yes. Awesome. <laughs> you don't even tell them what this the thing is. You just say, yeah, I took care of it. Don't yeah. Worry about it. Yes, I I got it. <laughs> Mine so is funny. I got yeah. it. I know everyone is excited. Here's the deal. What we're gonna do is obviously we're wrapping with Kevin. We love him tremendously. We know you guys love him tremendously. Thank you. You're welcome, Kev. What we're going to do is very soon we're going to get to our favorite part of the show, which is plead the dirty. He is going to choose to whether to plead the dirty on the question or reject the question. So don't worry, it's coming. But we're also after that going to take a couple callers. First and foremost, Kev, before we get into the plead the dirty game, excited. I want to ask you, can you update the listeners and let us know, too, first and foremost, you know, how's your health, how are you feeling? And also, okay. too, I wanted to ask you if you could, to those listeners who are going through the same thing or have been diagnosed in remission or even have friends or family members that have been diagnosed, what would you want to say to them? Eat healthy and start, uh, you know, do the best you can if you're capable of exercising and just be prepared. And I would like maybe get some rest and be ready because I have to go in again Monday. Now, let me just say what happened to me. I was going to, okay. in October, I was going to travel to the to uh, Europe, and I had to get a passport. So they say, asked mm-hmm. me to go to my doctor to get a, a blood test. Just to, just, it was random. You know, I, I, didn't, I didn't have no symptoms. I was running right. four miles a day. It felt great. So he called me the next day and said my PSA level was high. I thought... I thought it was like a high school, my exam. I was like, gee, that's messed up another <laughs> exam from high school. So he called me, and I, he asked me to go get a biopsy, and I did. And um, they, they informed me that I had uh, um, prostate cancer. And I was like, gee, it's creepers. I don't even know what that wow. is. So I looked it up, and then they wanted me to go in for surgery right before Thanksgiving, but I went November 26th, and they removed the cancer. They removed the prostate okay. And, you know, there's they, they stigmas about that, but that was the 1980s. It's 2019. Right. It's not the same. You know, people, people live healthy. People live healthy. Uh, you can do anything you want when, after you have this cancer. It's where the stigma right. is. Oh, you, can, you Obviously, I mean, you can't have children, but I think I did my fair share of that. You know what I mean? I have yes. many children. Yes. I, don't, I don't really <laughs> need any more children. You know? Right. I went to L.A., and I took a mental health first aid course, which I passed. And I was coming home on the plane, and I was in a lot of pain. I was like, so I got home, and I called the doctor's office, and he said to come in the next day. And why I'm going to have surgery, I, the cancer has not come back. What it is is 
there was a complication from the past surgery, a blockage. Oh. So I got to go in and unblock. I don't know what what they're be going and unblock. So I'm going in for surgery Monday, but it's only a day thing, and I have I'll be laid up for a couple of days. But I would say oh. the only thing that I could tell everyone is to go get checked. Uh, people didn't go get checked. People just suffered with the pain and then just said, you know, uh, like the doctor told me, if I waited three years and didn't go get checked, that all they would be able to do is to sedate you or keep it comfortable until the end. Right. And I was like, to the end of what? What the hell do you mean to the end? I feel great. So you have to be aware. And that's why right. I work with some people. I get prostate cancer. So you have to be aware and educated and understand. I feel great. I'm going to go out after I speak to you guys and walk like four miles. And then tomorrow I'll rest because my surgery's Monday. Uh, I'll be back in the Adamant by, by Thursday. In fact, I'm coming out in New York on Saturday, I believe, for Meg Malley's uh, Arthritis Foundation. Yeah. I'm trying to make it there, Kev. I'll let you know if I'm going. I'm trying to make it there. I'm still I'll trying to see what my plans are. <laughs> That's awesome. Old girl in black. Trust me. I'm 5'11". <laughs> okay, cool. I mean, there's a lot of people. All I try to tell them now is if anyone wants to, all I can tell them, obviously, I can't diagnose. I can't force no one to do anything. You can't. But just be aware and be educated and understand a simple checkup could save your life or could make the, the operation or the surgery, if you if it came to it, if they found it earlier, much, much more successful. So, I mean, it's just it's just a matter of being checked up and being aware and educated. And that's that's what I like to just tell everybody. I, I never feel down about it. I, I, I'm a happy guy. So, I mean, I've been married 33 years, and uh, everything's fine. Everything's God pretty bless. cool. But, I mean, it is a setback, definitely. I'm not going to tell you I'm excited to go have surgery. You can sit there and have some, you can have some, uh, some union mints. Remember the Seinfeld uh, oh, when they went to the surgery? Yeah. And, yes. and yes. the union mints fell in. Unions, watch them cut me open. Oh my, Come on, it's gonna be I fun. love your assigned felt fan. Yes, and you can feel Kevin's positive vibes. I know you can through the airwaves. So anybody listening that has a family member or friend or yourself, listen to what he's saying. You know, get Just checked. Just get a checkup. You, he's that, yeah. going to a four-mile walk. He's taking care of himself. He's watching his food intake. So anybody who had questions for Kevin, I think he answered that. Perfect. Thanks, Kev. Okay. I just stick with the walks now. You know what I mean? There you I go. get people stop and say hi or beep, and I'm like, the hell do I owe that person money or something? And I'm like, Kevin, I'm like, who is that? I'm looking like, you know, looking down with my hand over my eyes, blocking my eyes to see if I know them. I said, I don't want to know, owe anyone money from the 90s, and they're looking for me, you know? Are you sure it's not your bookie? Yeah, I know, Jack. No, they don't take my calls no more. <laughs> Believe me, I know it's not my book. I had a conversation with someone um, a while ago, and they're on the West Coast, and they were talking, they were yeah. telling the story about a friend, and he owed a bookie some money. And I said, "Let's." I guarantee you people, I guarantee you, Kevin's going to know what I'm talking about. So I said Yo, to absolutely. him. absolutely. Come on. Absolutely. He, here it is, Kev. He was talking about how um, his friend, you know, owed money to a bookie, and he gave me the amount. And I said, "Does he have to pay back the vig to Kev? What's a vig?" Vig is when you like, for example, say you give me a thousand dollars, and I and I'm I'm on five I'm on five points, so I have to give you fifty dollars a week, which is five percent of a thousand, and if that doesn't come off the top, so say you don't pay me for ten weeks, you gave me five hundred dollars in vig. That doesn't come off the top. You still owe me the thousand. Right. The big is just Boom. every week. Your best bet is to just pay back as quick as possible. But I was on. I owe bookies in the one in the eighties. Everyone, you know what I mean. So I couldn't even drive to certain neighborhoods. I was like, Jesus. 
Thank God. Not thank God <laughs> now with the social media. People just do it on computers. But back then, you literally, I, I can give you guys names. You know, you have, everyone went by, everyone went by uh, nicknames. No one had a real name. There was the right. Keys, Pineapple Jimmy, Coco. Yes, uh, yes. Flash, and you would call them up and you would say, my, I would have a nickname, and, and they were like, you got my money. So say if you borrow 10000 you would have to pay 500 a week, every week, and that doesn't come off the top. You have right. to get the ten thousand back all at once. People, did I tell you he was gonna know? I freaking love Absolutely. it. And they're like, they're like, what's a vague? What's that? I'm like, maybe it's an East Coast so listen, thing. I don't know. Me, it's an East Coast they thing. Asked I, me think. If I was a bookie, and I was like a bookie, and they were like B O O K Y, and I was like B O O K Y, B O O K I E. I do. I mean, in my family too, we have Baby Anthony, right? We have yes, yes, Jimmy yes. Joe. You get it. He yeah. knows. Kevin knows. We're all on the exactly. same wavelength. I freaking love it. I love he knew what a big was. Hello. All right, listen, people. It's that time, Kev. Strap in. Okay, I'm ready. Love you already. We play a game called Plead the Dirty. And what we do is we're going to ask you three questions, and you can choose to answer them or you could reject the question. That should talk about my high school dances back in 1977. If you you found some of the... Some of oh, our classmates boy. from back then. We don't want to talk about that. I'm pleading the fifth. In the, in the back <laughs> of the Foster car? Hall. I went to a Catholic school. What are you talking about? I'll tell him. Go ahead. So Me too. Have Catholic school from kindergarten all the way up to college. I wasn't allowed to deviate. Yeah, me I too. Get it. Those nuns used to give me and my brothers beatings. We and then if we went home, oh yeah. If say say they broke a ruler over our hand, right? Oh, if yeah. We went home and told my father that you got a ruler broken over your hand. He'd come in at 2 in the morning, and then you'd get another beating. So when you got the ruler broken over your hand, everyone in the school knew. It's time for you to plead the dirty. It's an impossible. Okay, Kevin, question number one. You Number had an one. unprecedented amount of showmances on your season. Tell us, yes. did you ever witness any banging going on from the showmances? The closest I got, I used to name it a lot of grab ass. No, I never witnessed. What I did witness, though, is I heard some noises. Could have been the cameras making noise. But I did have, if you remember the one where everyone came in and threw the house apart, Remember? Yeah. I went in and started picking my clothes up instead of looking for the veto box. I, I was like, oh, how right. did I my suits down? So I lifted up a mattress, and I found condoms. And I was like, Jesus, they can hide the, they can hide the veto thing, but they can't hide the condoms? Were yeah. they, were they, were they used? used? I didn't take my time to check, <laughs> but they weren't in the package. Put it this way. Oh, they were unpacked. So, oh, listen, if oh, they're gross. unpacked, you can take that any way you want. Talk about right? getting dirty. Dirty, dirty. Okay, okay Lynn, hit one with one. the second one. You weren't a happily married man. We know you're a family man. You love your wife and yeah. your kids. If somebody offered you a pass, which house guest any season of Big Brother would you use it on? A offered pass. you a pass. Like, a pass for like, one day. Hey, for one day. It was day, okay you with your wife. It's okay with my wife, really. Back east, I don't even know yeah. if they really ask their wives, but uh, I don't really. I, don't. I know he's talking about having a gumad. People, if you don't know what that I is, it's like, having a, it's, it's like having a side piece, people. It's like, you know, some yeah. people are side pieces now, and that's what, like they're, that's what they do, and they like, God bless. Yeah. But, it's, but a gumad is when you're married and you have fun on the side. It's that on a, person it's is a your gumad. A Friday night. 
Friday night was yes. that girlfriend. Yep. And then Saturday night, you took the wives out. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Uh, yes, I, yes. I, I obviously, I can't see anyone 35 and under. I can't because, I mean. Yes, you like, can. It's pretend. It's pretend. It's come pretend. on. I'm going to tell you one more secret. I really never okay. watched any of the seasons at all. I could go to the older ones then. I mean, the, uh, the celebrity big You can do whoever right? you want. Yeah, whoever well, you want. The big brothers. Then I think she'll beat me up if I say it. Uh, what's her the, the hurdler girl? Uh, oh, yeah. Okay, Lola. I'll say her. Only because oh, she, okay. she's got to be close to 30, right? Five or something? Please tell me she is. Talk to that when I see you in New York next week. Everyone, listen, no one in my season was even born when I got out of high school. Not one of them were born when I got out of high school. <laughs> so, see, when my season, it, it was tough for me to Your navigate. place of mine, I honey. Became, your place or mine, honey? And it doesn't matter to me. You know, and the production tries to bait you, you know, in the GR. But I was like, of what course. do you want me to do? Go out and yell at a 22-year-old girl on national TV? I'm not going to do it. So I just kept to myself. Everyone felt bad for me. But I was just keeping to myself because anything you said, they were going to argue about and complain about. But right. we're all friends now. I have, I have That's no one awesome. He was a show. I really wish I had watched before I got on because, like, right before we got on, they were like, do you know who Zingbot is? And I was like, no. They were like, do you know who oh. Otev is? And I was like, no. And they were like, you never really watched the show at all. When Paul came in the house, I thought he was delivering pizza. I didn't know he was. Oh, he was. my gosh. <laughs> and I'm, I'm not making it up. I was like, oh, that? they all funny. ran towards him. If you look, I didn't run towards him. I didn't know who the hell he was. You did it. I saw when, that. When Zingbot came, everyone was bowing down. And I was like, who is this person? And they were like, they made fun of us all. I was like, what the hell is this all about? And then they were like, no, Listen, this is the best big part of the show. I had to ask them next to me who these people are. And they would tell me. And I, I still did the whole I time. I love that you thought Paul was a pizza guy. Oh, my God. How cool I did. is that? I saw, and I, when I looked around, I seen a big brother bag. And I'm like, why is the pizza guy got a big brother bag? So he answered, and the answer was Your Lolo. place of mine, honey. If you are a listener and you just listen to us and you don't know what the premise of the show is or who it is or whatever, as you can tell, Kevin is one of the most genuine, down-to-earth, funny people. And and when you're talking to him, I just want to let you guys know from the podcast perspective, I feel like Kevin's fam already. Like, he is just that type of person. Right, Len? Just that type of person. Okay. I, feel, I am yeah. going to hit him with another question. Here we go, because I love okay, the here question. We go. I'm, man, I'm full prepared. At least I'm not alone. I'll get you guys. Go ahead. Yes, here we go. Go ahead. Name one person from your season that made you or makes you roll your eyes. I would say Matt and Raven, because they used to do so many funny things. They used to, like, throw throw uh, flour on each other and things like that. And I'd be like, what the hell? And then we had a clean... I, again, initially thought they would come in and clean up. You see what they do for Celebrity Big Brother? They do their laundry. Yeah. They clean up. They don't, listen, listen to me. We don't see nobody. No one cleaned nothing up. That house smelled. Uh, there was, a, oh. there was a, a rat underneath. We were trying to catch. Ooh. Did you guys see that? We tried to catch a oh, rat. Oh, I didn't. And, no, yeah, and, I don't mean, and I don't mean a rat like, like in Goodfellas. I mean like a rat. Yeah. Like uh a rat that was in the house, you know what I mean? And I was like, just give me yep. a knife, I'll stab it. And they're like, what do you mean you'll stab it? I said, what do you mean? It's a rat. I said, well, you're younger, you stab him and stick him onto the wall. And they were like, you mean you had rat? you've seen rats before? I said, of course. The hell? We never caught the rat. But we have to pause for 30 seconds. We'll be right back.
song on spotify something sexy isn't it awesome i'll send it to you no worries right and on the show they kept playing the same thing baby hit me one more time i mean i don't dislike britney spears but come on you gotta play it every goddamn time your place of mine honey it was either that honey no kidding unbelievable who played it who played it big brother so listen so yeah. what happens is on Thursday you have a live eviction. So you literally go up to the HOH room, which is the only time I actually been in the HOH room because I never was HOH. But anyhow, you would go up there at 10 mm-hmm. in the morning, stay there till 3 in the afternoon. Oh, so you would sleep. God. People would sleep or they would talk. And if the song came on and you didn't like it, you would say into your microphone, skip. All right, Kev. We are gonna, I'm going to ask you a bonus, the bonus question. So this is what we're going to do, people. Go I am going to ask Kevin a fourth plead the dirty question and then we're going to take one or two callers don't worry guys we didn't Good forget time. about you we're just having way too much friggin fun okay Kev here you go right. the last... be honest tell them the truth Kevin don't shut up that's what the problem is <laughs> these Boston guys it's like a defensive mechanism you keep to over talking somebody so they can't like put you oh, on the spot you know I like what I mean? that. who do you think you're talking I like to that. who do you think you're talking to Kevin plead the dirty fourth question what is your true feeling on the Marlena breakup Oh, I was just with, the, you know, they stayed in my house, and they're my friends. They was, I was just in L.A., and Elena was with me. Uh, Elena was with me, Aww. and Mark was with me. Sometimes, you know, sometimes you're drawn into a show. They're awful young. Both of them were 24 years old, 25 years old at most. Yeah. Really deep down, and I mean it. I, I know they get on um, social media and, and, like, answer negative responses, which I, I don't. I just avoid them. But they're really two good people. And it's hard when you're thrown into a show and you have a showman and you get out, you think that it's possibly better to stick with the person because maybe you'll get more of what you want, maybe attention or your platform or you, or you can you can move further in, in the, uh, I don't know, I don't know if there is yeah. a reality world, but move further. But they are both, they're just, they're just different people. And they, they were together for a year and a half. And, you know, my... I- looks at life different than her, and she looks at life right. different. Elena is a uh, uh, from Texas. Mark's from uh, Colorado and Buffalo, and he, they're really, it's, Mark's a sweetheart, I'm telling you, and Elena. I would say Josh, Mark, Ramsey, uh, uh, on my season, uh, Elena, uh, sweethearts, all sweet, all really, really nice people. Really deep down, right. nice people. Everyone, when they found out I got sick, everyone's called me. Elena, I just was with the other night, and it's just you know you put. You, it must be really difficult being young on the show because what happens is here's what happens. I always thought I was a star. I grew up in the in the ghetto, and I thought I was cool when I was a kid, so I didn't right. think there was no big difference. But you get these 24 year olds, you get them off the show. Everyone wants to see them. They have thousands of followers, and then after a year or 16, 18 months, it becomes difficult because you're not being, you're not as known as much anymore. And it's really, really right. difficult. I think they should have a course to help them 
deal with it. Because a lot of people turn oh, to drinking. Oh, I like that. A lot of people, a lot of people turn to drinking. And a lot of people turn to that. Uh, being on social media and being negative and responding and fighting and like you're on social media 12 hours a day. Literally, right. I can't even get on. I couldn't get you guys. I said to my son, one of his friends, will you stay here till it's time for me to go on to my podcast? Because I was kept, that's why I had to have you put a number. I didn't even know how to go on, click on to get on the podcast. I had to have oh, them send right. messages. And these younger kids, it's so much pressure on them. So you've got to understand, they go from obscurity. They go from a 1,000 followers, like most people have. And they're all your high school friends, or if you're a pretty girl or a handsome guy, or an actor, whatever. And then they come out, they have 200,000 followers. Right. The airport, and people notice you. And then you want, you're trying to live a life that you're not happy because maybe they just weren't the, they weren't the same after, after being together 18 months. They realized they're different type of people, and wow. they live different lives. And one one is maybe laid back, and one is more is boisterous and aggressive, and it's just difficult. I don't know if I could have, I mean, geez, I don't know. It's difficult. I mean, That's it's hard. It's like, I mean, at least we got a chance to, like, go to high school with the girls and know their family. You're caught in there, and you're on a TV show, so everyone, I mean, you could see everyone's true colors come out after 50 days, but the first three or four weeks, everyone knows the cameras are on, and they're, being cool, but you could see how, how ugly it got in the last month of our show. You know what I mean? And the live so feed, hot. too. Yeah. It's hot, right. And then you're on live feed. I didn't know what the hell. Like, I used to say, why are you in the room talking to the camera? And I was like, he was like, and, and Josh, Josh used to look up to me. He'd be like, Kevin, the live feeds are on now. Because they told us after a week, the live feeds would come on. So they would be on, and I'd be like, so you mean, they, you mean people watch us sleep? And he was yep. like, yeah. I said, why would people want to watch us sleep? And he said, I don't know, Kevin, people do. But back to Mark and Elena, I, they're both sweethearts. They just, maybe they just grew apart. You know, it happens. Right. It happens to yeah, the best they of us. Because they're both wow, like they're different bad. people. And they're both beautiful people individually. They are. I, honest to God. I, I'm telling you, I don't know what I would do if I was on the show at that age. Because so much demand and so much expectations right. and so much that you think is going to happen afterwards. And then it doesn't happen. I mean, fortunately... Right. Fortunately, I was uh, the older person, probably the oldest they've had in years that make it that far. I don't really know. but And I was liked. I wasn't just like. So I won't get many negative comments. I mean, I really, really get negative comments. I really ne- almost never do. I mean, I may have someone see me and say, hey, uh, why did you do this? Why didn't you do that? I was like, what? Goddamn reality. Yeah. The hell is I want to piggyback, piggyback yeah. off um, something Kevin said with Kevin said they should go through some kind of uh, therapy or class or something. I've said a long time ago because I've been in the reality TV world behind the scenes for a while now and know a lot of people. And But I never understood why in the house, if you needed a therapist or to talk to somebody, you could. But what about when the people get out? To me, I couldn't exactly. understand why there wasn't prolonged classes or therapy to get somebody adjusted back to life, I never understood right. that. So I love, love, and love that you said that. After a year goes by, you're not as relevant. For the first year, people right. were coming to my door. People were coming to my front door. I'm talking oh about when God. I first came home, I come home October. I get out, we get out of the house September 22nd. I didn't come home until October 1st or something. When I came home, I couldn't even walk outside my door. And, and, and these wow. younger kids, you get that exposure. And and you have that 
everyone wants to see you and you're in demand sure. and you're right. going to meet and greets and you're doing that. And then when you realize that it's over and it gets really difficult and a lot of them turn to different vices, you know what I mean? Yeah, a lot they of them, they feel they're not going to get out and they're gonna, they all think they're going to get out and they're going to be the next Brad Pitt. Or the yeah, next, they do. You know right. what I mean? And it, I get that. And it yeah. doesn't happen. And it's really difficult right. to deal with because it happens when I first got out. I was always confronted with the same thing. Why did you let this person talk about you? And I was trying to explain to everybody, you don't know they're talking about you. That's what the DR is for. I didn't know they were talking about right. you. So, you know, I would go out, and everywhere you went, everywhere you went, they would give you drinks and drinks and drinks. And I was drinking a lot. But, I mean, I quit now. But it, it, I can imagine being 25 years old and being an attractive young person, boy or girl. Wow. Straight or – and then you all of a sudden – you were popular. You go to the airport. Everyone stopped you. And the next time to the airport, you're asking people, do you know who I am? Do you know who I am? Kevin did yeah. not plead the dirty lint. Come on. Let's give it up to him. Come on. Oh, he did not Kevin. reject the question. Let's bring on one caller. You're going to be on the air live with Kevin from Big Brother. Who do we have? Who do we yeah, have? Ask whatever you want. Go ahead. Hi. Hey, Steph. Go ahead, Steph. Hi. Hey, Kevin. How are you doing? How are you? I'm, I'm fine. And I have more children than you do. Come on, really? <laughs> How many children do you have? I have nine. Oh, um, oh, man. I, well, I can't catch up to you now. Nine? Did you say nine? That's okay. You're one busy girl. Your place of mine, honey. I'm from Canada. Well, it's cold up there. I can understand the reason why you have nine children now from Canada. Yeah, yeah. a lot of them you were born I mean? in the spring. On the show, when you were a have-not, I mean, I only seen Elena um, hiding cookies for you. But were you ever yeah. concerned of any punishment that um, Big Brother would give you or the host guests that hit you the cookies? Like here in Canada, on um, Big Brother, if uh, house, one host guest does something, the whole house gets punished. So were oh, you no, ever worried about that happening and, and no, then you, your you know housemates was, getting mad a, at you? No, when I was a have-not, I decided, like, at, at the first couple of days, I didn't eat the slot. But if you don't eat for two or three days, the slop is like a tenderloin steak. Anything's good. Right. You don't eat. Trust me. <laughs> you know, so I come up with an idea. And, I, and I, I used to do it for Elena. She didn't do it for me. I would, Elena did it once for me. Because, but I would put the, go into the bathroom and I would put the, now don't get this crazy. I didn't put them there. I, I had these like spandex on. So I put the, um, the cookies in my shorts, but down by my leg, by my thigh. And I would go into the having room and I had spike beds. So I would throw the cookies underneath, and I would wait for the nighttime. <laughs> and I would tell people, when you go in there, don't be chomping on the cookies, like making noise, because they were crispy chocolate chip cookies. You had to let them melt in your mouth, nice and soft. You don't want to chop on them, because the camera catches you. But no, they didn't catch me. But they did catch me once, uh, putting my head in the refrigerator, and I took a piece of ham, and I ate it with <laughs> my head in the refrigerator, and they, uh, <laughs> they called me into the DR. <laughs> And I couldn't, I wouldn't come out of the refrigerator because I was still chewing the ham and I knew they were watching me. So they, so they called me into the DR and they were like, Kevin, did you just eat, take a piece of food out of the refrigerator? And yeah. Said, do you have, yeah, keep you occupied. There's the way they called me in and said, do you have uh, anything hid underneath the, the refrigerator? I was like, what? No, they were, they closed off and they went in and looked under, I said, no. And then they thought I had, uh, what else do they think I have? I had broccoli once. The only three times they actually called me in was when I ate ham in the refrigerator, when I uh, they told them I had a, a crossword puzzle hid under the refrigerator, and when I was eating 
being slopped at a tournament was dropped. If you spend 86 days in a house with no TV, no radio, no phone, no um, com- no social media, no laptops, no magazines, no books, no nothing, and you have to hear Britney Spears three times a day, oh tell me gosh. you wouldn't lose your goddamn mind. Great yeah, question, awesome. really good Thank question. you. Thank you. Thank you, honey. Thank you. And good luck, Canada. Oh, Canada. There's one more call. Let's bring him on the air. Hi, Laura. Hi, everybody. Hi, Kevin. I have been enjoying. I'm good. I'm good. I'm from the East Coast, too. I'm from New York City. All right. Yeah. But go ahead. Go ahead. New York, New York. Hey, come on now. The only thing I have against each other is that, you know, New York Yankees. Boston Red Sox. That's a bad Giants. Yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know. Remember that? Oh, Giants. For no reason. Like, listen, if you were from Boston and you were from New York, you had to hate each other. I was like, what? Why? I don't right. even know no one. No, I'm Boy, telling you. You mean the, the Red Sox? The New Yorkers. The curse. The, the curse. Sox. The curse, Lynn. The curse. The curse. Curse. The curse. When we sold them, I, they, you know, we're talking about 105 years ago when they sold Baby Ruth. Yeah. Jeepers, creepers. That was crazy. They sold Babe Ruth to New York, and he built Yankee Stadium, apparently. I don't know what happened. If you had a chance to be back on Big Brother 19, what would be a change that you would do, and why would you do it? Oh, that's a great question. I'm so glad. I would definitely, if I had a chance, I would stay, keep the same social game. I would not, a couple of the competitions, as you guys know, I mean, there's nobody who false starts a, a race five people false start in one race. That's virtually, the odds are impossible. So I would, towards the end, when the comps, we knew who was going to win the comp, which I don't think, I think it's what we just got talked into. Um, I wouldn't right. go with the comps at the end. I would have played harder on the comp. Like the race comp, I think I could have I could have won that. But it was already talked about, and we were already, everyone was almost not, not threatened, but everyone was told, if you don't follow the script, you're going to be the next one out. So everyone by that time was getting oh. nervous. Wow. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So I wouldn't have, I would have done the best. A couple of things, a couple of the things, like, for example, when we did the the, the comic game, uh, yeah. I went to the DR afterwards, and I named every, I even repeated the questions they asked. And they said right to me, well, why didn't you answer them properly like you were supposed to? And I was like, because we're on a team, and I'm a team player. But I didn't realize mm-hmm. The team traded me halfway through the season, so I didn't know what the hell was going on, you know? Oh, I wow. thought we were there. So if I could change anything, Robert, to answer your question and get back to it, I would just stay my same social game. But when it got down to 60 days gone and 65 days gone and you're down to the top seven people, I would play the comps much more, much harder. And uh, I would just try to win the, the comps the best I could so I can control the thing. Because I was under the impression, yeah. I guess we all were, that right. we were going to be right. taking the final two. But it's just a game. And I think some people played the game and knew it better than me. I mean, on my season, everyone knew it better than me. But uh, I, would change the, I would change the way that I dealt with the comps. I would try to win the comps at the end. I wouldn't have just given them away and then uh, wait for other people to dictate uh, what I'm with, what's going to be done with me. So right. that's what right. I do. Great Thank question. you for that answer. And I've been enjoying listening to you. You are awesome. And you were great. Thank you very much. Hey, enjoy New York. It's going to be beautiful next week. All right. Thanks, Laura. Thanks for calling in. Thanks, Thanks, Laura. Laura. Enjoy enjoy the city. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. A couple things, and then I want to give Kevin the chance to tell you where you can find him or if he has anything coming up. 
or any charities or anything, a couple things. Number one, we are a podcast from iClickTV. If you go to myiclicktv.com, there is tons and tons and tons of articles on reality TV. There is, I think, close to a million members on the Facebook pages for any kind of show yep. you watch. Follow us there online. Also, number two, huge, huge, huge announcement. iClickTV is coming out with a Big Brother app. Okay, hold on. <laughs> They're coming out with a Big Brother app. I think it is going to take the B, the BB addict, their way of viewing the show to another level. That's all really I could say. It is coming out, I believe, in the next week or two. That's really all I could say about that. So buckle up. Get ready for that. And then I also want to say to Kevin, 1 million percent, we want to wish you the best undergoing your operation. Our prayers yeah, are going to be you. with thank you. Thank you so much. One of the best guests ever because you're so open, so down to earth, so thank positive, you. so friggin' funny. You're fucking phenomenal. Thank you oh, so much for joining thank us. You, I couldn't thank tell you more. Seriously, you. I couldn't have. Tell listen, people I'll be where sending they can you that hundred dollar PayPal to each you soon. Thank you so much. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Send me a bill. Hey, you're you're you a fifty bucks each. You're, you're yeah, like listen, a tonight, don't worry about it. Tonight you can order out pizza and watch. Let the husband or boyfriend or whoever, whoever you get, watch the NCAA's. I'm sending fifty dollars each. You. <laughs> you're awesome. Kev, <laughs> tell everybody where they could reach you um, on social I, media, so and I, if I, you I, want to say anything you have going on, hit us. Go ahead. I, so I actually went down, went to LA, and I became a, I became a mental health first aid um, certified. So I'm going to be oh. going around with uh, my pal Rodney from Survivor. Uh, you know, he's from Boston. You know, Rod, you guys watch Survivor? Yes. 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 Yeah, Rodney. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's a cool. He's a cool guy. He's a, he's only young. He's only he's like 20, 30 years younger than me. But me and him are going to be traveling around. We're going to be in Maryland on the 14th. I mean, 13th and 14th of April teaching a course for mental, being mental health certif- uh, facilitators. And then oh. I'm going to be, I'm going out to New York next week for, for Meg's thing, Arthritis Foundation. And then I'm going to be working with the Warriors of Purpose, which is an organization which helps people, people in mental health facilitation and teaches them about, we're going to go to schools and talk to the kids about, you know, anxiety, oh, depression, wow. bullying, and things like that. Trust me, I grew up in the neighborhood. I know all about that. So they can they can relate to me because when I talk to them, it doesn't. Although you have to follow a curriculum, sometimes I'll bear off and, t- and and tell them what life, what living the life I lived and the people around me lived, and they can understand and relate more more than just coming from the book and talking about that kind of stuff. So that's what I'm wow. doing. And I'm, I'm on uh, Instagram. I, I this is really ingenious. BB19 Kevin. <laughs> How can you forget that? You had to get a high school degree to get that one. You know That's what I mean? That's a good and one. The same thing on Twitter. It's the same thing on Twitter. Is it Tweeties or Twitter? I don't know. It's a little Dwight Twitter, Dove. yeah. The little white dog. I tweet. What about I Facebook? I tweet. I tweet at midnight and stuff like that when I'm in bed, and I tweet positive stuff. I don't say that you'll never have Love anything that. negative. Any negative. If anyone says anything negative, me, which. Really, they really do. I think maybe they feel bad for me, but I don't think that's what I would say to anyone out there who's listening, who's on social media, who's on any of these shows. Do not answer the people who are negative. Negative people right. makes, makes, I mean, why be negative, man? You know, I mean, right. I don't understand. You just yes, I'm all about pause vibes. Yes, all day, yeah. all night, pause vibes. 
So okay, that's what people, I'm going to be doing now. Do. I'm going to be traveling around on, uh, awesome, on teaching mental health uh, facilitating, and I'm going to be going to a few things. I'm going down to a thing for Bryce and down in Philadelphia, and I'm going down to New York, and then I'm going to a bunch of stuff. But you can just check it out. I'm BB19, Kevin. I mean, obviously, I must have the easiest handle that anyone's ever had. If I ever said my last name, Smart. people would be so confused. Are you kidding me? Yes. I got a last, I know. last yes. German name. They're like, where'd you get that name from? I'm like, what do you mean where did I get it from? My father? <laughs> where the hell do people get their names from? The fucking post office? What are you exactly. You know? You know what I mean? I love, so, anyhow, I love that's that you were helping out with mental health, Kevin. I, I do, yeah, too. No, and this, I love that you were helping out night, with that. So last night I got text by this, this lady who works for the PTO in this town, which is like the parent-teacher organization. And about a month uh-huh. ago she asked me if I would come to the eighth-grade dance and talk to them. And I forgot all about it. And they, she texted me at like 6 and wanted me there at 7.30. And I was like, oh, oh, wow, man. So I got dressed up and I went over and I made my daughter come with me. Now, it's not like the dances we had. You know the dances we had, the lights were down low and everything. Yep. Nowadays yep. – it's as bright as like in a surgical room. It's it was so bright. I was like, you got to be kidding me. And the DJ is no more DJ. You know how the DJ used to talk on the microphone and spin the records? Yeah. This DJ put it on his iPod and walked away. I was like, what the hell is that? That's the DJ. Oh, it was wow. just an, a phone. So I ended up going up there and I talked to some of the kids, and most of them didn't listen. But at least they didn't boo me or call me names. But a couple of them came up to me and were talking about being bullied and things like that. And it's something that has to be dealt with and talked to. Right. The kids, the younger kids, because of social media and because of the the increase in use of social media and people see this person has this many followers and he got this many likes, how come I don't? These kids, it's it's almost bullying without them knowing. And they get anxiety and they get uh, depressed and they feel they're failures. And that's not fear. I mean, it's just not fear. Everyone's got to understand. No, Everyone has right. the same opportunities, and they got to go out and do it. And just be positive, man. Negativity leads to negativity. So. Because we got dirty, thank you for getting dirty, we're going to have to shower You're you welcome. off, get you all clean again. So we're going to put Kevin in the shower, guys. Thank you for joining us. Tune back. I think our next podcast, I believe, I believe, don't quote me, we have Christmas coming up, and I think we also have somebody from Survivor. But thanks for joining us. Let's clean up Kevin. Wash his body. Wash that baby off.